Work, physical labor, being a gardener and guardian of Yahweh's creation is a blessing. From the beginning, idleness was forbidden. Productive work for God's glory is our calling. Welcome to In the Bullpen, Up and Ready, a ministry of developing contenders. The call has come. You need to get up and ready now. And look who's coming up. High fly ball into right field. She is gone. Before sin entered our world through the disobedience of Adam, the Lord gave the command to fill the earth and subdue it to rule over the fish of the sea, and over the birds of the sky, and over the cattle, and over all the earth. Placed in the Garden of Eden, man received the dominion, or the cultural mandate, in chapter 1. In line with that, we read in chapter 2, a commission, a command, and a warning given to man. Hear now God's word, revealed, inspired, inerrant, and infallible, in Genesis chapter 2, verses 15 through 17. Then the Lord God took the man and put him into the garden of Eden to cultivate it and keep it. The Lord God commanded the man, saying, From any tree of the garden you may eat freely, but from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil you shall not eat, for in the day that you eat from it you will surely die. Man was placed in the garden of Eden to cultivate it and keep it, to go to work as a provider and protector to be a laborer for Yahweh. Work is our calling. It is part of being created in the image of God. We are to do this work as unto our triune God and for His glory, engaging in it with delightful obedience. Being commissioned to this task, mankind was also granted the permission to eat and enjoy all the trees in the garden save one. Think about the freedom there is in such a provision, how good and gracious God was to Adam and Eve. Yet, Yahweh declared one tree to be off limits, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. In prohibiting this one tree, the Lord is making clear to man that he is the sovereign and he is owed unquestioning obedience. To disobey his command would result in separation from the Lord, spiritually and physically. Disobedience means death, temporal and eternal. Man had the moral capacity and responsibility before Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And as chapter 2 comes to a close, all is well. But the next chapter opens with ominous words, and as we read through it, we see the loss of freedom, a loss that comes from disobeying God. And we see the bondage to slavery and sin that is the result of that disobedience. But God, being rich in grace and mercy, promised to reverse the curse of sin in and through his son, the seed of the woman, the one who crushes the serpent's head. The call to cultivate and keep the creation of God remains. And in Christ, we have been redeemed and restored, so we are able to engage in this labor for the glory of God. Whatever your calling may be, wherever the Lord has placed you, Remember always, whatever you do, do your work heartily, as for the Lord, rather than for men, 
knowing that from the Lord you will receive the reward of the inheritance. It is the Lord Christ whom you serve. Get your eyes up, fixed on Jesus, the author and perfecter of faith, and be ready to deny yourself, take up your cross, and follow him.